0: What it is, everybody? Welcome to episode 147 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether, You can call me Fish. With me, as always, my favourite sack of shit.
1: Ka da 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 da. I'm sure that's a Mission Impossible theme, but it's not related to this whatsoever. Not at all. So that
0: was a mistake. And it sort of sounded like you were saying cock, McDo. Which, I think I'll start calling you from now on. (laughs) 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 Got picked up. Fucking hell, Connor. Uh It has been 10 years in the making. It's been a long, hard, arduous road. We're on to Avengers Infinity War. How do you feel?
1: Uh, Worse than I began.
0: (laughs) worse than you began of this journey (laughs)
1: because i was a baby when i began i was 12 when iron man came out
0: so okay that's an interesting thing to talk about actually because like i was an adult (laughs) when when iron man came out i was out of school i I think i might have been 19 or 20 but i I remember seeing it with my buddies um and thinking he was fucking incredible i remember losing my mind at the end when he's like I am Iron Man. You know, the Iron Man fucking Black Sabbath song came yeah. in. It was so cool. And I didn't really know a whole lot about Iron Man at the time. I was all about that Spider-Man, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, obviously the world was a different world back then and Disney didn't own everything. So <laughs> there was no Spider-Man to be seen in this in this universe. Mm. So they started off with a, a like what they were saying was a B-grade character. So anyway there's a lot of bullshit that went on uh from from there to now took 10 years and something what like 18 movies or some some ridiculous amount of films um and it's all been apparently setting up this thanos character who we really knew not a whole lot about until this film and that's kind of what something i want to talk about before we get into infinity war but do you think that he was really set up enough?
1: No, he was more like a cock tease the whole time. Like it was more just this. This is going to be the accumulation of everything. But it wasn't like a. It wasn't like a setup. Like I wouldn't say the film set him up because to say that is to say you understand that character. Yeah. It was just yeah. more. There's a big bad guy out there, and eventually he'll show up. But really, he only like he only really pops up in like three or four movies like he's got a he's a baddie in avengers one and then there's a scene i forgot what film it is i think it might be avengers two where he is like if looks like i have to do it myself and he like grabs Mm. the glove and then he's a bigger deal in guardians guardians yeah because of gamora nebula but really like other than that he's only ever i think occasionally referenced like there's not many scenes i can think of where he's a big deal like ant-man doesn't have anything to do with him Doctor Strange doesn't really do anything with him, I don't think. Like,
0: mm. he's
1: either he's either like an end credits like like cock teaser or nothing really.
0: Every after credit scene should have been referencing Thanos in some way, at le- or at least leading up to something that would reference Thanos, because there are a lot of after credit scenes that are just fucking nothing. Like the you know, Howard like, the Duck one. Yeah, and like that was kind of funny, but especially from Guardians, it's kind of like. You know, we've been we've been talking about this Thanos character. Like, why haven't we got a little something, something about him? I'm in two minds because, of of course, I don't think every movie relates to him, but obviously every movie is leading to him. So I I just I just think they maybe could have done it a little bit better. But I just the the, the fact of the matter is I don't think they they knew where or how they were. Oh going yeah, to do no the Thanos story. That's a lot of end. shit.
1: Like. The whole marketing ploy of like, oh yeah, it's been building for 10 years. It's like, well, not really. They've just basically told you that. Like, it hasn't been building. It's not... These films aren't geared towards this one big thing. They have these Infinity Stones and they had a plot line. They already knew it, that was happening from the comics, but they didn't actually mm. build these. They just sort of geared them in that direction. Like, that th- this wasn't a known thing from the beginning. You're right. Like, the Infinity mm. War script... Was only written. They split it into two parts, like a couple of years before it was it was done. Like that's yeah. a pretty good, clear indication that it's not this perfectly executed thing. Like it's not Lord of the Rings quality where they shot it all in three years. Like it's not yeah. as if it's not as if it's all one story. Like that's a load of shit. I don't I don't buy that at all. It's just they were smart enough to set it up long ago and just keep keep it going, which isn't an uncommon thing to happen in films. Like. Having a, oh, of course. a big looming bad guy that doesn't show up in the first film isn't a isn't a crazy new thing. Like the Emperor in A New Hope is mentioned, mm. but he's not there, and you only see glimpses of him, of him until the last film. Like that's not yeah. a that's not like a special new thing. But people are just creaming their fucking pants about it. Holy shit!
0: Like I think it's a great thing because the Emperor was such a great thing, right? Yeah, It was always like, okay, yeah, you can beat. Darth Vader, but there's always someone bigger and badder out there. I yeah, mean, it's, it's kind of that that anime mentality. It's like, yeah, this is the big bad for now, but once you beat him, there's always gonna be someone bigger. And you know, how did you just scrape through with this guy, and then this this fucking Thanos comes through and it's like, hey, yeah, <laughs> like that's oh, fuck. It. <laughs> I would have just liked to have seen a lot more go into him in the other films. Because, to be honest, I wasn't overly excited for Infinity War. Like, I was like, yeah, it's going to be great. I know because we've been building to this. As far as I was concerned, I was like, Thanos is the big bad. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, all I've seen is this big purple dickhead sitting on a throne in the middle of space. Like, he's been nothing to me. Like, I haven't even read a whole lot about Thanos. I I don't care much for this character. So, the the build up was like yeah it's cool but like you know for instance if you were building up to Magneto in the X-Men universe I would have been cream in my jeans yeah because I know that he is the ultimate nemesis of the X-Men whereas Thanos like as far you know I've been told this and I little bits and pieces that I've read in the comics I've you know you know he's a he's a badass but motherfucker but in terms of what they've told me in this cinematic universe it's just been this CGI monstrosity (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's pretty much it yeah and he finally he rocks up in this one like this is where you see him
0: and i'll um i will hold my cards to my chest to tell you if i enjoyed what he becomes in this film but before we get there connor why don't you tell us what happened in the movie
1: um thanos collects rocks for two hours and then they fight and then he has all the rocks he needs for the infinity gauntlet and he snaps his fingers and half the universe dies that's the film Nothing it else is. fucking happened. It took happens. nearly 3
0: hours. It took nearly 3 hours for us to get there. Do you think now this is now that we've gone past that? <laughs> that's one of the quickest think... plot lines I've ever done, by the way. I know, it was fantastic. Fantastic. Now that we're into the story, yeah. into the meat of it. Um talking about the old films as well. What would you have thought about, you know, ev- like let's say in Guardians 1 or 2. That was all about Thanos getting the Soul Stone or something. Instead of us having to see him collect every stone in this one movie and it be so fucking long, couldn't he have already had like maybe three Well, and we see him get the other ones in this one? I personally think that it's a complete
1: fucking waste of time because the, any audience member is well aware he's going to get all the stones. Secondly, mm. there's going to be two movies. We're well aware that there's a second Avengers movie, part two, that has been made and is coming out mm. the year after. So for me, I'm actually pretty fucking insulted that I'm sitting there for two hours, wasting my fucking time with something that I know is going to happen. And not like I know that it's going to happen because the plot's predictable, but I know it's going to happen because there's a second part two to this film and it's pretty much guaranteed that's happening. Like, it's been alluded to this whole time. And yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't he fucking have them? Why aren't the end credit scenes in other films him getting them? Or just like, why is it a thing we need to pay attention to everybody knows he's getting these stupid fucking rocks i know he's getting them we all know Mm.
0: What? Well, I thought he already had some. Now he's just grabbing the ones that are on Earth. Yes. Yeah. To me, that makes sense. Like, then it's like, you know, we have to defend the ones that are on Earth as opposed to watching him go and get six.
1: Yeah, and look, what it does is it's just an excuse to drag the film out. Overall, like, there's probably, like, 60 minutes to 90 minutes maximum. Like, if you're fucking being very, very specific worth of actual story in this. Because... He's just getting rocks, and different characters are just meeting Thanos (laughs) at different locations while he gets the rocks. Like, that's really what's going on. Not much else happens. Like, he goes and gets a rock from one point, and so they meet him there, and they're like, no, you can't get a rock. Don't. And he gets it. And he walks off to another (laughs) place, and he gets another rock. And then... Well, the
0: significance of getting the rocks is important, and, and I do appreciate that we have seen them. But my question is, like, I'm harping on the 10 years that we've had to lead up to this. Why yeah. in that 10 years up to this, could we not have at least touched on him getting one of the rocks?
1: Yeah. Or I just... maybe
0: three of the rocks? Because it does... like, This movie is long, and I'll go on... I want to talk about the length and its pacing in a second. It, it feels like we could have been focusing on other things other than him getting a rock in space somewhere randomly. Um, then saying that it is a way of bringing everyone together. So kind of see why they did it. I'm just wondering if there was a way that they could have, you know, spliced it into the other well, f- fucking see, 18 films.
1: I, see, this is where I disagree because while, yes, it is an excuse to get everyone together, they don't get everyone together. And when they have people together, what it feels like to me, hey, here's a character you like... He's them talking to another character from another movie you like, but there's nothing actually happening when those characters get together. For example, Thor meets the Guardians, and it's like one of the, the better connected like, scenes yeah. where they meet. And it's like, wow, that actually makes sense. That's a cool thing. He's gonna, they're going to take him to Earth. Peter Quill hasn't been to Earth in a long time. Like This is a really interesting thing. But then Thor's like, I've got to get my hammer BRB, and then goes off with Rocket and Groot for some reason, to get his hammer. And his whole plot for the film until the last 20 minutes is just getting his hammer. And there's a couple of banter moments with Rocket and Groot, but nothing really... Like, there's no character development. There's no, like, relationships being built more than just this, like, opportunity to see him talk to characters you haven't seen him talk to before. And I... Mm -hmm. That was really disappointing because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, the first Avengers... Is even the second Avengers, and to in in its defense, which I, I didn't like it. It had those good moments where like you see these characters actually
0: like bonding, yeah, yeah,
1: dynamic relationships where they're people and stuff. Whereas in this, it's just oh, Iron Man's with Doctor Strange and Spider Man. That's cool, right? But it's like what the fuck's actually happening there? Like what what's going on more than the plot? Even Civil War did it in the five seconds you have all those characters in that big fight scene. There's more, yeah. It, it just, that's the thing that frustrated me because I'm like, cool, so you have an opportunity to get everyone together, but you don't, when you get that opportunity, you don't do it. You just, how long can I trick the audience into thinking that these characters hanging out together is actually relevant to the plot? Because a lot of the time it fucking isn't. Anyway, sorry, I'll shut up.
0: <laughs> I see what you're saying, but like, I don't know if I uh, totally agree because you know the fan service of seeing them all on on screen together and talking to each other finally, like seeing Rocket to- talking to Thor, do excite me, and I and I am getting a fucking nerd boner when I'm finally seeing this. When I'm seeing fucking Winter Soldier holding Rocket in one arm, shooting a bunch of people and shooting the yeah, his gun in mm. the other arm, like I'm losing my shit. It is a lot of cool things and. you're you're probably right there isn't as much banter and bonding as there probably could have been but to be honest i honestly i do think that that would have burdened the film a lot um it would have broken it down because this very much is a thanos film it may as well have just been called avengers thanos you know what i mean which i appreciate because for once we're actually focusing on a villain we've already had the 10 years of build-up for to get to know these characters and that's why i think this kind of works is, you know, I don't need to dwell on, you know, Tony Stark and his insecurities, and, and I, I already know who Doctor Strange is, and I know who Spider-Man is, and I know the Guardians, so when they all come in, it's it's like just seeing some old friends again. You're right though, like, the the characters that they are talking to, and, and there isn't those bonding moments that were so prevalent in, um, you know, Joss Whedon's films, but I feel like they needed to just move along and and the urgency of the war that's coming is enough for me to not have, you know, a bunch of people drinking at a bar and getting along sort of thing. I feel like there is enough bonding there for me to believe that they would work together. Like, I really liked the Iron Man, Doctor Strange dynamic. Like, they're both philanthropist type people. Mm. They're both fucking super powerful. And they're they're both kind of jealous of each other, you know? Like, you can see. And even though I think fucking Doctor Strange takes the cake, like, he is fucking great in this film. It's still like, oh, well, hold on. You know, if if they were to fight, who would be the better guy here? Or who's going to... Get the most kills here. I, I sort of, I sort of got a bit of a like Legolas Gimli rivalry. So when they sort of come together at the end, and apparently Doctor Strange sacrifices himself, which fuck, I want to talk about that in a second. You know, it does mean something. So I, I do think that there yeah. is some relationships built into this film. To be honest, I think the pacing and the way that this this film is structured is fucking great. I think that the writing in this, what they've done here is. Is incredible like they've somehow fit what I would consider almost a full season of a of a TV show into two and a half two hours 40 minutes I think it was you know they've they, sort of taken like a, a Game of Thrones style of thing like here's a scene with these two characters Here's a scene with these two other characters now here's a scene with all of those characters and then there's a scene of those characters going off and doing other things and and yeah you know, whatever.
1: I, I hated that so much oh really I fucking hated it I thought it was a waste of my time like look i don't I don't do, like it's not a bad film like it's not like a terrible awful fucking film uh you know compared to other Structure. other movies external from the Marvel Universe but like what they like This whole separation of characters to do separate things to me was like it was just silly. Like Thor's whole plot is just getting his this axe and like the weapon is cool. Like yeah, don't get me wrong, it's a cool thing that he's got, but I don't fucking care. Like every time it cuts to him, I'm like, what? Like what are you fucking doing? Like you, I just saw you in a whole film where your hammer meant nothing. Like the whole point of that film was that. He doesn't have his <laughs> yeah, hammer, true. but he's all-powerful regardless. And now he's like, yeah. i got to get this axe. And I'm like, okay. But he spends all this time and there's like this weird tension where the, the, you it's like a video game. Like, oh, to get the axe, you have to activate the light of the fucking star. And then you have to meld it Which into a the weird, thing and get a, a helmet. Which is a weird
0: fucking mechanism, right? Like, to why would it be that you can only open it where uh, you're gonna get burned? Yeah, and <laughs> just anyway, just
1: like that whole plotline, I was like, "This is so fucking irrelevant." Like, Thanos is killing people, and here's this fucking guy like walking around with a raccoon in a tree, getting an axe. I don't fucking care. And like that was take that was like thirty minutes of screen time, him doing all that mm, shit, true, and then like. True. So that shit... But you
0: but you gotta say though it was fucking awesome when he came down into the. No, into that the was war.
1: yeah, that was a cool yeah. moment.
0: Like I had goosebumps at that point.
1: That yeah. was a cool moment when he rocks up, but I'm like, I don't like, I don't fucking care to see it as much because I've just seen him do nothing for so long. Like, why is that happening? And then it's like you've got Captain America, and th- man, boy, boy, this is my fucking beef right here. That guy (laughs) is literally the most pivotal character in this fucking franchise next to Tony Stark. He, like, Avengers 1, him and Tony Stark are basically rivals the whole way through it. And I know already that Avengers 4 will be all about those two getting together. I fucking know. That's my problem with it. It's like, in that one, he's a big deal. Cats America, uh, Avengers 2 is a huge deal. Civil War literally builds him and Tony Stark to be shattering the Avengers. Like, it's all about how they're not together anymore, and blah, blah, blah. Which basically means fuck all in this film, might I add. But they finally, like, he's finally there, and he does fucking shit all the entire film. Barely says a word, rocks up to say Vision, who's a fucking useless cunt the whole time. The dumbest, like, all-powerful being gets shit on every time he tries to do anything. He just rocks yeah. up and saves him with his fucking B-team of losers. Him, fucking Falcon, Black Widow, Bucky, who's a baller, might I add. But again, and then and then, of course Iron Man... Yeah, but he Man, does
0: nothing in this. He does
1: nothing <laughs> in this either. And Iron Man Jr., like the, the biggest group of losers and he just rocks up with them. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm here. I'm like, great. I don't fucking care about any of these people. He does nothing to them. Rocks up to Wakanda and just does this boring like ground fight for a while. And I'm like, what? He did nothing. He has no relevance to Thanos or the plot whatsoever. No relevance to the story. This fucking character that means everything in every other film just comes here. He's shit all compared to like the fucking Guardians who I love, but they get so Mm. much attention and he just does Mm. nothing. No interaction with Tony Stark, no threat for his life, like no drive to do anything. He's just there as like a filler sometimes. Thor even gets, his
0: introduction was kind of lame. Fucking like hell. Coming out of the darkness of the yeah, fucking train. Yeah, just like... like and, like,
1: Thor gets... Well, tw-
0: people seem to be loving it. People are jerking off on oh, it. Oh,
1: man. Thor gets 30 minutes of him fucking building an, a, a fucking stick with a hand... Like, with a rock. <laughs> and he gets... <laughs> Captain America gets nothing. No, You don't even, like... Because it's like, this is what I mean, right? It's not that I care. I don't I don't care to see these characters grow. I just want to see where the fuck they're at, you know? Like, Captain yeah. America, he's got a beard, doesn't have his shield, walking around with long hair like he's this fucking Batman-esque character. You get nothing from him. You don't even know why he's doing that. You don't even know where he's come from. You don't know what they've been doing. And it's like, what, Like, tell me. Like, what are they doing? Why are they like, like, show me him having a conversation with Black Widow. Show me him having a fucking conversation about Tony Stark. Like, I want to see yeah. how he feels, man. What the fuck? Instead Yeah, he's just there like, really
0: was nothing about the breakup and how it no. like, there was a few things. There was a few things mentioned, like, you know, to the Hulk there. He's like, call the Avengers. He's like, oh, yeah, I forget you have yeah, for a video Yeah, Bruce Banner fucking
1: rocks up. And it's like, that's a huge thing. The Hulk has been to another planet. No other person has been to another planet except for the alien god, Thor. And he's like, they just, they're like, oh, hey, dude. And he's like, hey, what's happening? The Avengers are all broken up. What? And then nothing to it. Like, wouldn't that be like a really big plot point? This whole thing with Black Widow. And they're just like, oh, hey, how's it going? That's it. We'll just drop that out like it's fucking nothing. Cool. Back to Thor building a fucking axe. Back to fucking <laughs> stupid dumb shit going on where fucking the Guardians are flying around. Like oh, fuck me. It was more of a guardian still than anything else. Like Yeah. They just and oh my fucking
0: God, I can't believe they shit on Captain America like that. But I like I don't know if he got shit on because I still think he was pretty cool and he did he did his part. He's he's not really he like like you said he has no connection to Thanos. So right now he has no business being a part of this film. To be honest, it's just, I think and you're not gonna like this, but this is very much a build up to what the next film is going to be about. Right, like the next film is going to be they're holding the the cards to their chest. When we see fucking the Hulk come back, we see Iron Man. And captain America fucking team up again like that 's what the next movie's going to be about, and that 's how they 're going to beat Thanos, but in this one here he, he doesn 't even know who the fuck Thanos is, and he goes up and he tries to fight him and, and he struggles and that's that's fine because what's helped yeah. what 's happened in this film is we 've been able to give attention to to the minor characters, and like as much as they may not mean anything to you it is it is cool to see that they fucking are irrelevant and that 's why I like this. This, the writing in this film is because I feel like everyone who did things in this film attributed to where the film eventually fails when, you know, everyone dies at the end. But they're all coming together. Like, it's basically the the Avengers Assemble movie, really. Mm. And I liked hanging out with the Guardians the most because, like, I love the Guardians. Uh, somebody the other day asked me who my favorite, you know, Marvel movie characters were. And I'd, I'd have to say it's the Guardians easily like it would have at one point it would have been spider-man but i'm not so sure about what they're doing with spider-man anymore to spend the time with the characters that i actually give a shit about is great captain america like you know you can go back and listen to our podcast about that we've bitched about how fucking white bread he is so like i just see him being white bread and he's sort yeah, of been pushed aside I... a little bit and i'm like cool I, I understand that he is the big deal and he was going to be the big deal the factor of the matter is we do get to spend time with other people And that was kind of sweet. I
1: see. I don't mind. I know. I I get where you're coming from. And I understand. Like, it's cool seeing characters be relevant. Like, and that, that you don't think they Mm. would be if there wasn't two films, but I think, I just don't think they were, they did a good job of making them relevant. I think they could have done a better job of having these characters be more important. I think having certain characters do certain things like in in their story, IE Thor, getting his fucking ax, blah, blah, blah. I've said a million times. Like, Like I just like it's to me. I'm like, yeah. Like I don't mind if you're gonna make two films, make two films. If you want to show what are arguably the new Avengers, the 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 guys we haven't seen team up with others before, that's great. But show me them, have them team up, like have them get together, have them be meeting one another and doing things that are relevant. Don't just split them up, like you said, in this Game of Thrones-esque thing where you've got about four different story strands going, and none of them are too relevant until the very end. Show me, what's, show me something that means something. Show me these characters do some really hectic shit. In the first Avengers, the Thor, Thor literally fights the Hulk. That's in the middle of the film. Thor starts beating mm. the shit out of the Hulk. That's a fucking crazy thing to happen. But goddamn, mm. is it cool. In this, they just, they don't, there's nothing really happening more than they just get together and then go to a place. That's my big.
0: Yeah, there is there is a lot of talking. They, a lot of, yeah, they get but together. There is, although although the fight scene in New York at the start is fucking no.
1: Legit. Yeah, look, the, a lot of those sequences are really cool. They have a few yeah. of them. The, even the one with vision and, vision and stuff. That was the weakest. Still kind of cool. But they've got you know the the one in New York, fucking sick. The one that yeah. the, the war on two fronts. That's really cool. But those are so few and far between. With everything else going on, which is just these fucking filler moments, in my opinion, where there's, it's just characters talking and chatting, and then a new thing happens, and then characters go to a new place. Like, you know when they, like, uh, Star-Lord finds Gamora, and then he goes to kill her, and he, his gun goes into bubbles? Yeah. That that scene meant nothing.
0: Yeah, it seemed like a really easy way of getting a stone. Like, it was just like a... They, yeah, I don't know.
1: And like, yeah, it's cool. There's this emotional moment between Peter and Gamora, but for me it's like it doesn't mean anything anyway look another big thing that, I, that I'm trying to link into this what I'm trying to say is the very end he snaps his fingers and all the characters get wiped out right there's this big thing and that's a big the biggest moment in this film but for yeah. me I wanted to see this film have those moments throughout the whole thing why didn't yeah, they notice, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, when yeah, he turns yeah. Drax and Mantis into nothing why doesn't he do that and they stay dead Because that, to me, is a scary villain. He fucking murders Loki at the beginning, but then picks and chooses the characters he wants to kill. And the only characters he really ends up killing throughout the film are ones that... A secondary because I mean I, I mean up until the end where he clicks his fingers like he kills Loki yeah. but he's like oh I won't kill the Hulk I'll just let the Hulk be beaten up like he beats up the Hulk to me I'm like what you kill Loki but you won't kill them like just fucking murder everyone bro you're a fucking super villain I want to see you're gonna you...
0: do it anyway like yeah. it's your goal I want to see you
1: destroy them like fucking pummel them bro that's what I wanted to see in this film I wanted to see Thanos wreak havoc and the only havoc we see is at the end and I'm like well these characters get to these locations, and they, they they try and stop Thanos, and they can't. Oh, no. But why don't they just fucking murder them? Like, just fucking kill them off, man. I well, n- the only
0: ones that he, like, actually kills, inverted commas, because, you know, yeah, as far as they all know, they can come back in this yeah. fucking world, is um, Gamora and Loki. He kills life They're the Selma. only ones that he really kills. Yeah. But... Saying that, apparently the next Guardians is all focused on Gamora, so that kind of gives that fucking away. Um, Yeah, well, I... Loki... You know what? I'd be fucking impressed if they just left Loki killed off, but I feel like killing him off in the first scene had no weight to it. No, because you know he's going to live. In the end, it kind of makes the ending uh, irrelevant. No way are you going to kill off Star-Lord. No way you're gonna kill off Spider-Man, and no way you're gonna kill off Black Panther.
1: Isn't it funny that all those films, all those characters, have new films lined up?
0: Sequels, yeah, yeah. Like, the, it loses its weight by them uh, doing that sort of stuff. It's like just, I,
1: it's fucking stupid because okay, just quickly, I want to because I will forget this. Sorry, my friend was yeah. like, yeah, if they don't like, if they just bring all the characters back in the next one, that's fucking dumb. And I'm like, well, they will, but yeah. everybody thinks the same way as you. And I knew when I saw it. Then Gamora's not coming back in the next film. That's going to be the big ending to Avengers 4, the big sad ending, and of course Tony Stark dying or Captain America or both. It'll be it'll be those one, two. That yeah. one of them's going to retire yeah. and one of them's going to die. But mm-hmm. Gamora won't come back in Avengers 4 because she didn't die the normal way. And having having the Guardians look for her is a very good excuse to get more audiences in for the next Guardians film. That's what I think when I saw it. I was like, she's yeah, yeah true. She's true. not coming yeah, yeah, yeah. back. I, Like her death was. That's
0: why it would be about her, yeah. Yeah,
1: her death is way too important now. After seeing that, for her to just come back like the rest.
0: Although touching and and a great little scene between her and Thanos, you know, father and daughter sort of thing. Of all the Guardians, she's probably the one I don't care about the most. Star Lord loved her, I guess. Like you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Like I still like her. Don't get me wrong, I like the character, but as opposed to everyone else in that group you could have killed Mantis and I would have been more upset
1: I thought her death was one of the better parts of the film because it was happening when nothing else was like it was it was a good it
0: was a good part of the film I'm just saying there could have been more weight to it if it was someone else yeah
1: yeah, I think, and, like, seeing Red Skull, that was pretty cool. Oh, like,
0: that was cool, yeah. I,
1: I really enjoyed that sort of thing. That stuff's fucking tight, but...
0: Well, there was a lot of fan service in this movie, man, and, I, and I'll definitely uh, I applaud them for it because every time a new character came onto screen, it was, like, a big deal. Like, even if some of it was kind of lame, like the Captain America thing, like I said. But I was in a full IMAX theatre, and every time someone came out, literally the whole crowd applauded like erupted it was fucking awesome like even i was like oh wow this is kind of weird and i'm like oh yeah and it sort of g'd me up yeah. you know like i was getting amongst it that just goes to show how big this franchise is and how much love there is for these characters mm. and i think that's a special thing and for them to you know adhere to that and really cater to this fan service i was you know Tick of the box for that. Sense.
1: I um, I was digging this film for the first twenty minutes or so. Like, I was fucking loving it. Like, up until probably Thor leaves with Rocket and Groot. Like, up until that point, I was like, they are nailing this, man. They're not doing it wrong. They are fucking mm. doing. This is a fun time. There's part of my brain. I remember thinking it. I was like, this isn't. There's nothing's happening. Like, what's going on now? Like, w- like, why am I seeing four different things at once? Just condense it. Condense it. Damn it. Like, bring it down.
0: I feel like it's the only way it could be done with as many characters, though, and that's why I I am applauding it. Like, I think it is... I think the way they have done it is almost the only way that they could do it. You keep mentioning the Thor going off and getting the hammer thing. Now, on retrospect, yeah, they probably didn't need to fucking focus on that so much, but other than that, I really feel like I, I got enough from every one of these characters that I gave a shit about each of them. Whereas if it was just a big war scene and all these characters were together from the start, it would be a Captain America movie, you know what I mean? Like it would it would become a movie that I'm not as about because I feel like we have been able to get in and get those personal moments with each of these characters.
1: My only argument with this is the only way they could do it is when, before Avengers came out, everybody I spoke to was convinced that movie wasn't gonna work. Everyone was gonna see it, but they were like, there's no way that's going to be good. All those characters, and there was only six or seven, mm. but at it the time, no, yeah, all those characters in that one spot, no way. And that movie kicks ass. Like, that movie did a great job. And I'm not saying it's the same thing, but what I'm saying is it it could have been done better. And I, I don't really accept that this is the only way because Civil War, while a lot of, some of the characters weren't as relevant as others, like... Like, mm. But, like, they still did a great job of, like, they literally, in a Captain America film, introduced Spider-Man, made him relevant, and made him awesome in that film. And he was fucking mm. great for the time he was in it. And that's, like, I was like, yeah, dope. Like, that's sick. Ant-Man goes giant for the first time. Lit. Black Little Panth- dude's big. Yeah, Black Little Panther shows big-ish. up, and he's like, and you're like, fuck, he's actually pretty dope. Like, they do a good job of bringing all those people together. But for me, I'm just not okay with what they did with these guys. Like, taking them, like... Like, these separate things. And it was a Thanos movie more than anything. And, like, in his defense, I think, personally, he's the best villain. Like, what do you think?
0: I love what they did with Thanos. Mm. Like, you know, I was before, like I said, walking into the film, I was kind of like this big purple dickhead with a ball chinian yeah sort of thing going on i i was like nah i don't know like i like they're really gonna have to do something here to impress me and josh brolin and what they've done with this character have just fucking nailed it yeah because and i and i am glad that they made this movie about the character like i said because i already know all the other characters and and what you're saying before there's there's really when they come in it's like oh hey captain america oh hey iron man hey star what's going on bro what's been happening in the last you know since last time they, and they're just getting on with what they need to do. Whereas where we're really focused is Thanos. Yeah. And the best thing about Thanos is he's fucking right.
1: Uh, that's pretty <laughs> fucked up, dude.
0: <laughs> like, to a certain extent, like I understand where he's coming from. Yeah, like, it's, it's just like Yeah, it's fucked that you would have to. Like, you can't just go and kill half the fucking universe. But. He's fucking, like, his, the points that he bring up are relevant and you can understand why he's going on this crusade. Like, he yeah. thinks, like, it's fucked because he's got this superiority complex and he, and he thinks, like, he's the fucking god who can do this. This is what I mean. Like, I can get behind a character that I can understand their rationality, even though it might not be... Okay, maybe him being right was not the right words, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand where he's coming from. And this, is, and this is why I thought the guy in, in Black Panther was not a bad villain as well because he had, you know, issues to stand on top of and a reason to be angry. So Thanos has taken this to a whole other fucking level mm. and, you know, there is enough fucked up shit and there is there is overpopulation and to cull the world <laughs> is is not such a fucking crazy idea in, in in an insane person's mind, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's what makes him fucking terrifying, because there is rationality behind it. He's not just a, ha, 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 yes, I'm going to take over the world. It's like, well, then what are you going to do with the world? Yeah. Like, he literally thinks he's making the world a better place. He thinks he's a hero.
1: I think I think I just liked him because he had personality, too. Like, he was actually threatening. He He wasn't beatable and, like, wasn't a little chump bitch. Like, he really...
0: Hmm.
1: like worked for it you know but again what? he still suffered from the which isn't even a marvel thing it's just a movie thing like the the classic like ah yeah i beaten you until we meet again like just bashes people and then runs away it's just like dude, yeah, dude yeah, just fucking yeah. kill him like what are you doing <laughs> you fucking idiot christ but like yeah. the stuff about him and gamora i really liked and i actually like that was the stuff i enjoyed um, we're seeing mm. the flashback and seeing the relevance to Gamora. Nebula is gonna fucking kill that guy. By the way, like I'm calling it right now, Nebula is gonna fuck him up. There is no doubt in my mind; it won't be her. He's, she's the only one that's gonna murder him because the rest are too <laughs> good. She'll come in, man, and she'll just destroy him. But she's um,
0: bad, and she has that connection. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, what did you think? What did you think about the finale? About the two finales going on? Did you enjoy it?
0: Yeah. No, I loved them. I thought they were great. I thought it was a great uh, compilation of everything that we just sat through for the last two hours. And all of a sudden it's like, boom, here's a big fucking war mm. um, on Wakanda. And a boom, a big fucking war up in space. And I thought the mixture of the characters amongst it all were um, fantastic. Like the, the teamwork that sort of came in with the Spider-Man, Iron Man, Guardians, Doctor Strange combination going up there. The way they nearly got the fucking um, glove off him, I thought was awesome. And then the war was epic. It felt Lord of the Ringsy. It felt big. It felt like what I'd been waiting for this whole time. And then when Thor comes down and gets amongst it all as well, I'm literally got goosebumps. Like I I was actually cheering at that stage as well. And I like I don't even mind that it was split in two different areas. Like by again, by doing that, we get to focus on certain characters. Like it's not because if, if Iron Man and the others were down there on Earth, it would have been them just fighting fucking those random monster things. Why weren't they the Chitari? they set up the whole way through that fucking Thanos controls this fucking race. Why isn't yeah, why aren't know. they his fighters? Like who are these who are these weird like four-armed cre- like they look cool but what are they? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. But like- it would have been great to bring back the Chitari because you know, they were such fucking cannon fodder in the first film. Mm. And this movie actually kind of legitimizes them a little bit, but then you don't use them.
1: <laughs> My, look, I really had fun with both of the endings. Like, the film yeah. picks up in the last 20 minutes. First 30 minutes and last 20 minutes are awesome. And I liked the fight on two fronts. I thought it was sick. The fight on Earth got a bit bland occasionally. Like, it's just this, like, all-out war of attrition, basically and it, mm-hmm. like, I just, I wanted, I wanted more, like, where's the depth, you know, like, it's like, you know how you said it's Lord of the Rings? I think the same thing, I think it's the final battle in Return of the King, and it's not Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep, fucking greatest war scene I've ever seen in a film. Battle, final battle, Return of the King, eh, it's alright, like, it's pretty good, but it's not, <laughs> like, Helm's Deep good, because there's no, yeah the heroes aren't really in danger on Earth, like, they get beat up occasionally, but I'm like, yeah, yeah they just yeah, find not some until
0: Thanos comes down. ...boring
1: yeah. bastards. Like, it's not really anything. I want to see more. And, like, it just... It just was a little boring to watch. Like, I didn't really... I didn't vouch for it. The fight against Thanos I really liked. I thought it was... Like, I, I think how they did it was fucking cool. It was cool seeing everyone and how they, like, interact. And they fought Thanos and got work together. I think Star-Lord getting over-emotional like that was fucking dumb. Like you're a fucking idiot that's all I thought it was
0: annoying but he has he has been set up to be like that yeah though. so it it is relevant to his character
1: I just I just thought like you know you know the stakes here and like you know what's going on and I understand your girlfriend's dead but like fuck man you know this isn't gonna help like what you're doing I, I just it was just a moment where I'm like, "Oh, really? That's the reason yeah, he's going to survive." Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like get over it. Yeah, I know. Like that. But we're rational. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just, I, uh, and it was, it was really cool. But again, I love
0: that they nearly, like, they did get the, the glove off as well. Yeah, like that was a cool little touch. Is that the, he literally just grabs it at the last second? That was well,
1: cool. like Doctor Strange knew too. Like he, like he says, this is the only way.
0: <sighs> yeah, and like, okay. like. I gotta talk about Yeah, please do. Oh, no, no.
1: I have, I have something I want to bring up too. I don't know if this is relevant. The cunt has the fucking time stone the whole film. Why don't you just go back in time before shit goes wrong and then you can fucking stop all this garbage from happening? If you know he's going to kill the universe, why don't you just reverse time? The, literally... The most powerful thing you could have done and he had the whole film and he never does it. He could have done it before fucking Peter Quill punches him in the face. He could have restrained Peter Quill. He could have gone back in time and then gone, <laughs> Peter Quill, don't punch him in the face you fucking idiot. Like, what do you mean it's the only way everyone dies? You fucking moron. That is dumb. Yeah, That's such a cop yes. out. Oh, I've seen it every way it happens. Yeah, sure, Russo brothers. I'm sure they fucking have. You cunts. You don't fucking know shit. Yeah,
0: this is literally the only thing that grated me in this film. Fucking Doctor Strange, this all-powerful being, has seen one situation where we win. And okay, I'll I'll go with it for now, all right? Because why the fuck would any situation be the way that you win when you give him the most powerful stone? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't see where they're going to go <laughs> that will make that fucking legit. Mm-hmm. Because that when that happened, I was like, What the fuck? I actually was like, my hand's up. What is going on here? Why would anybody just hand over the thing? And then to say, it's the only way. I just can't see how it could be the only way. Like, like you've given him the power to kill half the people in the fucking universe. Like, where do you come back from here? And, of course, in the, and in the next one, there will be a way. Like, And, you know, it'll be the fucking time stone. They'll just reverse time and stop it from happening. Well, exactly what you just said. Yeah. Like, why can't they just reverse things and stop it from happening and then do it another way? Like, I can't... There, there can't only be one outcome here where we win. Well, it's just, for me... It's just dumb. Like, yeah, dramatically, that sounds cool, but, like, thematically, it's fucking stupid. And I'm like, you better fucking pull something real special out of your ass in the next film for me to believe that that was right well i mean
1: captain marvel i think personally captain marvel who comes in the next one is going to be stuck in the quantum realm because ant-man and the wasp i reckon they're going to find captain marvel in the quantum realm when they go and Mm. look for hank pym's wife which i think is the bad guy in ant-man vs wasp but whatever i think that i think it's a little obvious but they're going to find Captain Marvel in the quantum realm. They're going to take her out and because she knows how to travel through time. And then it, like, it'll be something like that. It'll be like that, I reckon. Like, they'll go back in time. Mm. That's the only way they can. But I... Well, it would
0: have to be because if this... If fuck... Okay, like, I don't know a whole lot about Captain Marvel. I've sort of read bits and pieces where she's featured, but I've never read an actual Captain Marvel, um, you know, comic or anything. But if she is the... If she's the answer... Like she has to be somewhere where she hasn't been able to help out the Avengers for this long. And but kinda like, why hasn't Nick Fury mentioned her? Yeah. And all the other world domination fucking plans that have been going on. This is what this is always kind of my my gripe with the, the Marvel universe is like you're setting up this universe and you're telling me that this chick has been in the universe the whole time. And she's um, like god here
1: as well. But.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if she's been in the in the quantum realm or something and is is out of our reach, that's cool, but why is he sending her a page?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like
0: but to say, like, I'll I'll hold my breath for fucking Ant Man Wasp because obviously they're gonna I that has to be happening while um Infinity War's happening, right? Like it's gotta be the events of that film need to be set somewhere in the time frame that this is. I think
1: on. it'll be you'll see everyone turn like his daughter will turn to Ash or something at the end of the film. Like, it'll be, it'll be like, it's all happening and happening, and then his daughter will turn to Ash, or someone will die. Probably the Wasp, actually, will die at the very end, and, you know, it's set in between. Because isn't it Ant-Man and Captain Marvel are set in between the two? Those are the two films.
0: The way I'm thinking it may go is, they'll find her in the Quantum Realm, like you said. Yeah. They'll bring them back, and then... Nick Fury be like, hey, hey, what's up, girlfriend? And she'd be like, hey, I can help you out if you ever need me. Just page me on this fucking yeah. thing. You know that'll sort of be the end, and then the rapture will start happening. And yeah, it's um, like I that. agree.
1: I think that's what it'll be. Um, I don't have any beef with that. I have a beef with this film, and I also think the second. I think part two is gonna be great. I I don't have any. I don't have a doubt in my mind that Avengers: Avenger, whatever whatever, sandwich of Infinity War two, whatever the fuck it's called, is gonna be good. Hmm. The Tony Stark bit in this, right? Where he gets stabbed. I was hyped as fuck when he gets stabbed. I was like, holy shit, here this we go. It. This guy's going to get killed. This is hectic, man. I can't wait to see this. He's actually getting killed the proper way. He's got stabbed. Nope. Seals it up with some fucking WD-40 and he's good to go. Like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Anything, <laughs> WD-40. anything remotely relevant in this film means nothing. Anything that could carry over means nothing. The only thing that happens that actually, that actually progresses the story is the last thing that happens in this film. And that's my biggest problem with this whole film. Nothing matters. Not a damn thing in this film matters until the very end when he snaps his goddamn fingers and I'm like, whoop-de-doo, man. We know that that's not going to be permanent. That's my big beef. Why didn't they just make one Avengers film? Well, I know why, because of all the money. But why didn't they just make one Avengers film that was three hours long? I would have been so down to see a three hours long finale. I would have been fucking so down for that. Because really, you could condense this into the first 30 minutes. He's already got a bunch of stones. He gets a couple more. He kills a bunch of people. And then, you know, in the the first act, he snaps his fingers half the universe is dead. And then you're you're back to fucking basics. You've given that fan service, and it's down to the OG boys to come back and fuck shit up. That the, to me, I would love to see that. But instead, we've got two and a half hours of a first act of a film, when nothing happens to the last twenty minutes, and then everyone's fucking gone. And you know, fish as I know, that, that doesn't matter. Like it's gonna happen. It.
0: it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter.
1: I don't fucking care because ah, my head. God. Like it
0: was a it was a dramatic way to end a film though. And like our buddy Reese said to me he enjoyed it because finally a villain won, you know, right? But like we've been talking about did he really but win? He doesn't He's win. He's not gonna win. Like it's not yeah. I um look, I think I think the ending worked for what it was. I we all knew it was a, a part one and like this wasn't fucking Hunger Games part one, you know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't that. It wasn't that like that was a movie that literally nothing happened. Whereas I do think that things happened enough in this film um, for it to be dramatic at the end. Like the buildup of this movie makes when he clicks his fingers a fucking big deal. Right. So I, um, I know what you're saying and I'm sort of on the fence about it. And I like Avengers, let's say, let's talk Avengers one. I walked out of Avengers one and nearly walked straight back into another session of it. It yeah. was that fucking good. And it's that complete. Um, whereas this one I walked out, I really enjoyed it. I came out like buzzing about it. I told everyone I loved it. I I had, you know, my, my fucking debrief that we always seem to have at the end of films. And I walked away being like, I'm satisfied. I am satisfied with that, but I don't think I want to go see it again. One of my friends wants to go see it again. I'm kind of like, I don't know if I, I feel like I will really feel the length and, all these pitfalls that you're talking about will really start to show their there. <laughs> I, I go to see it. Again. I
1: always do that. Every time we have a conversation, I will you will like something, and if you like it and I disagree, you go, "No, nah, I don't agree with that." And then, you, <laughs> and then it, there's always <laughs> a part of your brain where my little worm opinion is just like <laughs> seeding itself in, and you're just like, you know what, fucking hell, I can see it. Like I, I I'm sorry ruined. I do that to you. I ruin, I ruined experiences. I, I, what I'm saying is that yeah. I did
0: come out and being like, I don't know if I could watch that again. I yeah. will buy it and I'll watch it again on Blu-ray probably, but I, I mm. before the next one comes out. But I, I'm not rushing out to see it again because if, from exactly what you're saying, I just wasn't aware of it. It's there, there is, like if you want to say it as harsh as that, there really has nothing happens until the end.
1: To watch the next film that's coming out, Avengers Two. Do you need to watch this film? The answer would be, well, yeah, because of the ending. So then say, okay, to watch part two, do you only need to see the last five minutes of the film? Half (laughs) an hour. The answer is yes. There is nothing that happens in the rest of the film that you need to see, aside from that, to understand completely what's going on in the next film. Maybe the only thing you need to see is Gamora dying. Maybe. That's a potential (laughs) maybe. Because really,
0: and I'd touch on I'd touch on the few like character moments. Like there have been some bondings in yeah, here. So, yeah, like, Thor and the Guardians obviously have some sort of relationship, um, but that's stuff that you don't need. No, to you see. don't. But you don't even. Yeah, it's, you could pick that up.
1: There's not nothing. They, they don't do anything together that brings them to a point where it's like, oh my god, like what, like what's going yeah. on now? Thor is a guardian of the galaxy. What? Like none of that. You literally could watch the last five minutes of this film, 20 minutes, whatever, and then go and see the next one and go, I totally understand what's going on. And to me, it's just, that's not good enough. And you know how I feel about (laughs) part films. I fucking hate part films. Part films next to Marvel are my biggest problem. And funnily enough, Marvel, who dominate the industry, Disney, who own 40% of the fucking market, have pulled the wool over everyone's eyes and they've gone, oh, it's just such a big story when you just split it into two parts. No, you need more money. You're a fucking cunt. You run the fucking industry and you still take everyone, like, advantage of everyone. Don't fucking do that. That's garbage. I hate that, man. They own 40% of the market and they do this. Why do you do that? Fuck. I don't care if they made four Avengers films. I care that they made one Avengers film split into two parts. Cock in my mouth. God damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they've, and they've, they just haven't put the part on it. Like, it always was going to be two parts, right? There was always said yeah. it was going to be Infinity then, War part one and part two. And then they've been like, oh, nobody likes that, so we'll just name it something and else. And you know so, what's yeah, funny? Still done the same thing. You know
1: what's funny? My friend who is a very intelligent person, my friend actually said to me, he's like, no, it's not actually the same story now. They're two different stories because they're two different films. They're not parts anymore. And I'm like, no, you fucking... The story didn't end. You fucking moron. <laughs> they've changed the title. They've changed the the way they're marketing the film. That's all they've changed. It's the same mm. film. It's the same thing. Nothing is different. The only thing they added in was The Guardians. That's the only thing they wrote in because they did so well. That was the only yeah, thing they yeah, wrote in. Yeah.
0: And to be honest, if they had a little bit more time, they probably would have made um, Black Panther Panther a big deal. Um, But just quickly touching on what you were saying before, do you need to watch this movie before watching the next one? Um, Like, the same goes for this movie. Like, do you need to watch the 18, 10 years worth of fucking films to lead up to this one? A lot of people kept coming up to me and saying, like, oh... I, like I haven't seen any of the Marvel films, I was like, "Hold on, what the fuck? Where have you been living yeah. Out of a rock?" Um, but also, like, what should I watch? What, shan- what one should I watch? And I said, "Oh man, like to me, watch Civil War because then you know where everyone mm. is." Um, Doctor Strange that sets up his character and probably the Guardians films. That's really all it is but you don't need to watch that no you know like to me it would be a more satisfying experience if you know these characters like if you go through and watch all the other films just over the course of the 10 years like i'm I'm attached to these characters i know these characters and that's why i think it works so well but the difference
1: is those are full stories those are full stories with arcs and develop like part
0: one, it's not a full story. The, like They they're full stories, but they're not really relevant to this story. No, no, no if, I agree. If, if you're just going along the talk, that I'm saying. You
1: don't yeah. have to watch them to enjoy this, but I'm just saying like
0: no.
1: I, I think the difference between saying that about those films and saying that about this film is that those are their own individual films. You could they're watch complete, you could yeah. watch any of them on their own and never have to see a Marvel film again. I think Civil yeah. War is a better see. like is a better part one. To, inf- to what is going to be part Inven- Avengers Infinity War Part 2 than this because that mm. sets all these characters up introduces a bunch of characters and has an ending you know like ends on a cliffhanger
0: I, yeah it was a great film like it's a re- I went back and watched it before seeing this actually and it still stands up it's, it's a, probably it's, the best comic film it's
1: pretty I've much seen. an Avengers film it's pretty much an Avengers film
0: yeah yeah yeah, for sure and that's, it just has a Captain America title yeah
1: that's what I mean like that to me that's a great film an ensemble cast this eh I'd rather drink bleach but um, no, that's a that's an okay.
0: Well, before we get into our final things, I do want to ask you a question. It's been a long road um through all these Marvel films, and I I feel like we, like at least my my taste has gone up and down. Yeah. Like I said, my friend asked me the other day, "Who's your favorite character in the MCU?" Mm. And I, I'd have to say probably Star Lord. Star Lord's my guy. Yeah. These days, I really liked him in this film, even when he was an idiot. I, but I believed it. But who who's your favorite character? Thor now. Thor?
1: After Ragnarok, Thor's my favourite, yeah.
0: Yeah, because that's... I still I still find it hard to forgive Thor 1 and 2. I do really like him, don't get me wrong, but... Um, Ragnarok
1: uh, gave breath to that character and everything oh, so that much. surrounds that character. Asgard, had depth, like yeah. the lore, the, the fucking relationship with Loki, the humour, the development... He's such like he ends that film as the leader of Asgard. He ends the film yeah. as the like one of the like one of the characters in the Avengers with the most weight on his shoulders. He has to lead an entire civilization of people to mm. to salvation. Like that's what he has to do and I'm like that is just the coolest thing ever and I like I really like him. Wolverine overall is my favorite um, yeah. uh, superhero Marvel. I fucking yeah. love Wolverine I'm not a big fan of his Like cinematically I think Hugh Jackman Does a great Does a great job of him But I'm not like Obsessed with Wolverine films I just love him as a character But yeah Probably Thor I, I really do like Captain America as well But He Sort of has that Always has to do The right thing mentality And that can get a bit stale But He's yeah. just such a badass man Like Winter Soldier Just made him Such a fucking G and like yeah. I, I, just love like just watching him. Like he's my favorite to watch in a sequence because he's just a guy. Like he's just a slightly enhanced dude. So watching him mm. like drop kick a guy is so with funny. a
0: power kick, yeah, so <laughs> cool.
1: Like <laughs> God, that's yeah. just so di- dope. But um, yeah, those are my two. Anyway, I'll stop ranting. Star Lord's a good one too.
0: Yeah, Star Lord. Like I've I've just found like I went back and watched Guardians one again, and I just fuck, they're good. It make it. Actually, seeing them in Infinity War makes their other films even better to me. I'm, I just really like those characters and I love Star Lord. I just, he's such a cool character. He's so flawed. Mm. Like, he's so, you know, he is, he is like, he's a whinger. He, He wants to be the best, but he's clearly not. Yeah. And, um, but he's still. Has the power to bring to the fight. You know, it is a really hard thing for me because my my favorite Marvel character has always been Spider-Man, but I'm yeah, I'm it's... not so sure about this new Spider-Man. Like I I really liked him in Civil War, I really liked the Spider-Man film when I first seen it, but I have watched it again and I I don't know if I like that he's just a kid. And even though I know he's always been a kid, he's 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 so powerless in this character. In this,
1: I um I think it's because he's naive. Like Spidey. Spidey's cool and but the thing with Spidey is two things. There's a lot of gravity to everything that guy does. The whole point of Spider-Man was always mm-hmm. cause and effect. Like he might have saved the day, but he's lost someone he's loved. You know, like yeah. that's a that's yeah. a very popular theme in Spider-Man from my knowledge is him having to deal with well great power comes great responsibility. It's all great about
0: power, yeah. all
1: about consequences and all about and even like in the little things, the weight behind what he's doing in the the Sam Raimi ones he does it Like, phenomenally. I think... And the other thing is, Tom Holland plays, like, the character very innocently. Spider-Man's very innocent. Like, almost like he can do no wrong. Like, he's sort of, like, very clueless and funny. You know how he's like, oh, you know that scene from Aliens? But it's like...
0: Oh, please don't put your eggs in me! Yeah, like,
1: it's this... That was a good scene. It's too childish. Like, where's the...
0: I think that's it yeah, yeah. He
1: needs the wit He needs that, that gravity He needs
0: to be more of a smart Yeah He needs to be more of a smart That's and it that's, Yeah he's not He's not this Because he is confident You know mm-hmm. right he, That's the thing Is he knows he's got these powers He knows He's pretty much OP And he will beat most people
1: My mate Matt Is a massive Spidey fan Like, abs- like The most obsessed Spider-Man fan I've ever experienced And mm-hmm. his, <laughs> He always says Peter Parker Is insecure and childish But Spider-Man is confident like, yeah,
0: yeah that's it that's it that's exactly it yeah and they, they've they're not doing that here he's just being the, naive and yeah and um and like I, look i don't it works for these films because he's sucking up to tony stark he wants the fucking internship he wants to be an avenger and he's so excited to be avenger and all that and he's still cool being spider-man like if if you showed me these clips of him swinging around and doing shit i'd be like fuck yeah that's spider-man yeah but there isn't the the witty comebacks and the funny like yeah. the way like And I I do like the, don't put your eggs in me, and all that sort of... It does work to a certain extent, but it's not... I'm I'm losing my confidence in him. Yeah. (laughs) Which is really sad, because Spider-Man is my jam. Like, I fucking love Spider-Man. I've loved all the other movies, even fucking part two of Amazing Spider-Man, I didn't mind. Mm. And because Spider-Man was still great in that. Like, I still think... I think Andrew Garfield was the best one. He's... He was a great Spider-Man. He... He mixed the awkwardness of being a human with the confidence of being a superhero. Whereas Tom Holland isn't, but I do understand that it is to fit him into this universe that was already fucking built before he got here. I'm glad that we've got him in there. He's not as big a deal as I would like him to be. I feel that if we had him from the start, it would be a very different situation, but it's not. So we've got what we've got. Um, Batman is still number one. Batman's... Yeah, that guy's about (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Anyway, what's uh your... Let's get on to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Good. Actually
1: good. My yeah, good, good would be the moment when Thor drives his axe into Thanos. That was baller. That was a really, really fucking dope moment. I just loved watching it. It was so brutal and, like, honest. Like... That's a, that's a fucking moment. Like this God comes down, shoves an ax into your chest. Like, like to me, that's the biggest fuck you in this film was that moment where he's just like, nope, you can eat shit. It doesn't work, but it's such a, (laughs) like, that is such a powerful moment. Like eat fucking shit, dude. I fucking hate your guts. Like, man, (laughs) like I felt that. Like I was like, oh man, Thor is not happy. Oh, also just a quick, quick moment isn't it mm. convenient that the uh, the Avengers that are left are all the original ones how fucking good, the
0: OGs, like, yeah. why
1: not just kill off people throughout the film anyway you what's your good
0: uh, i have to agree with you with the thor thing it him coming down from the sky into that mm. into the war was fucking awesome like it's literally my my fanboy moment of the film but i also i do want to commend the writing in this film i think it is fucking phenomenal what they've done here it's i, I I still can't believe they were able to make all these cal- characters relevant. And they've done it in such really a small amount of time. Um, so I'm, I'm very impressed by that. And so I'll sort of split my good between those two.
1: My bad would be the lack of uh, story for probably the first two hours of the film. That's honestly my bad. I don't, I don't, you don't need to agree with it but that's my bad. Yeah, that's my yeah. opinion. I Nothing happens and I'm not cool with that. Like, I want something to happen. This, And that comes from uh, the same rant I'll do at the end of this fucking thing when I review it. But what's your bad?
0: I don't know. I'm actually finding it hard to pinpoint a bad, like the the worst thing mm. about this film because I, I'm going to skip ahead and I'll tell you my ugly, straight up, is the thing with Doctor Strange yeah um, yeah the the one fucking thing I just think that is disgusting and they really need to do something big to impress me to get out of that one because that was absolute rubbish that's kind of my bad and an ugly but it's I guess the fact that it's three hours long I know I'm going back on what I said in my good because I think that they were able to fill it like it still is a fucking long movie and it's it doesn't have its rewatchability, so that that can be my bad
1: okay (laughs) <laughs> my ugly would be Thor building an axe for 30 minutes that's my yep, ugly yeah but let's get on to our final review um yeah I didn't like this film and it actually made me upset that it split into parts I think I I, I definitely isn't like a horrible movie like it's not like this is the worst thing I've ever seen but this lacks so much and that really I, I, I'm I just fucking insulted like <laughs> I'm fucking I'm mad because I'm sitting in the biggest cinematic experience. They make mm. the most money every time they drop a film. They own every single major fucking film franchise. And they have the fucking audacity to split a film into parts. And no matter what anyone tells me, I will always think to myself that it's to make money. And it is. It fucking is. And we all know it you don't need to watch this film to understand what's going on in the next one. I promise you, you won't need to watch it. Watch the last 30 minutes. Nothing fucking happens for the whole film and it's it's character fetishism. Like, it's just, have a look at all these characters and that's cool when you like Marvel. Like you said, you had a whole audience cheering. That's an amazing experience. Don't get me yeah. wrong. That's dope. You love these characters, Fish, and you like them and that's fucking dope too. But... I want to see something cool happen on screen. I want to see some, like, some really cool stuff to the story, something happen to these characters and every single time they get that opportunity, they shit on you, you as an audience member by tricking you into thinking it matters. Nothing fucking matters in this film and we all fucking know it. And the last little bit, all these memes on Facebook, like my face after Infinity War and it's like this photo of someone like shocked. I'm like, <sighs> why exactly. are you shocked? As if this is going to happen. Have you not seen the other films? Clearly, this isn't a fucking thing that's going to stay like this. Obviously. Fuck me. It's not going to... Like, Jesus. They're not stupid. What's wrong with you? Fuck. Anyway, just... (laughs) It just fucking... It just aggravates me because I know this doesn't matter. That's the problem I have. If I didn't think... if, If they were like, this is the last one that's ever coming out and it ended like this mind-blowing stuff. But it's not. It's not the last one. None of it matters. It's just a big cock tease until the next one comes out where they literally retcon it all and it just turns into, ah, it was basically a bad dream. Like, that's what it is. What? Gamora is not alive? Oh my God. No. She'll come back, bro. She'll fucking come back. You think that actor's not going to take this job again? Are you serious? Of course she's going to come back. Fuck me. It's not Game of Thrones. They're They're not that... good not at that, that vicious. they're not yeah. that good it's not doesn't matter fuck you suck my dick i'm done <laughs> it gets i'm giving it a low score not because of the like like compared to other films i've given low scores that this maybe the the film itself technically is probably pretty piss poor i'm giving this a low score because of what it fucking represents to me and where i see the industry going because of it because this film fucking made $1 billion already. $1 billion. Yeah. They bought Star Wars for $15 billion. They can buy anything they want if they keep doing this to the audience. Fucking hell. This film gets a... Man, I want to give it a one so bad, but I won't. It gets a two out of five. That's what
0: it gets. <laughs> Savage. Fucking hate it. Savage. It's a fucking joke. Uh, <laughs> Look, I... I understand and agree to a certain extent with most of the things you're saying. Um, But the fact of the matter is I got the fan service. I love these characters, like you said, and I really enjoyed the film. I came out of it with a big fucking smile on my face. I was so excited and I was so excited to talk to everyone about it because there's so much, there is so much to talk about as we've figured out today, but I am a little bit like surprised at the naivety of, the general populace. Like, they're coming back. Everyone is coming back. There's a good chance that nobody died in this film. And, like, as cool as the ending is, and like you said, if this was, like, fuck, man, like, you just killed off Spider-Man? Like, the biggest fucking Marvel character? Nah, like, no. Like, the business side in my head is just, like, that's irrelevant. That's never going to... Disney's not going to do that. They're not that stupid. Like, you know? Yeah. And so that does kill. It does kill the the weight of the ending of this film. and But to be honest, everything leading up to it um, was great. I think it was very well written. And I loved all the characters. And I loved everything that happened, even if it ultimately doesn't mean anything. I had a great time with this film. And I am going to give it a high score. But the reason I'm not giving it like this movie the way it was going and the way it could have been if they didn't break it up into parts this could have been a perfect Marvel film to me yeah like it was on the road to that it was definitely it was definitely fucking shooting for it but the fact that the deaths are irrelevant really takes it down a notch um so I can't give it a five I'm not going to give it a 4.5 but I will give it a four because this is one of the best films I've seen in a long time. And and no, maybe not one of the best films but at least one of the best films experiences I've had. Yeah. And exactly like what you said and from what this represents it's like to me, you know, like I'm still not going to hold this doesn't hold a flame to Mad Max Fury Road or the Hobbit films to me but it it is in terms of great filmmaking and and stories and, and such, but, like, the event that this film is and the way I saw it and with the people that I saw it, like, all the cheering and all that sort of thing, it's left me with, like, a fuzzy feeling inside. Mm. So I have very fond feelings towards this film and the build-up of it all has meant a lot. And I don't... And I think they did it pretty well. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on the next film to, to make up for you know, kind of the mistakes that they are making here by technically not killing everybody off and and the Doctor Strange thing. Um, But from what I saw in this film, I do have high hopes and I think that there probably will be something really cool to look forward to. Is it next year that it comes out? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I give it a four out of five and um, I'm very satisfied.
1: I think the next one will be really (laughs) good, but I hope the whole franchise dies a fiery death after the next one. I honestly hope they start losing money. (laughs) I'm really scared to for what's gonna happen in Star Wars. Like, just you fucking watch. They will mm. make a Star Wars trilogy, and they will split the last one up into two parts. Mark my
0: words, people. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They'll fucking do I it, know, man. Not. You, if you So you saw... think the next one? You think the next one's gonna be a split?
1: Yeah. Well, the only fucking, the only excuse for a split film ever has ever been if it's a novel. That's the only excuse. Why would you intentionally not write a full story for a movie unless yeah. <laughs> you have a book too big? That's the only excuse, the only one that makes any sense. Well, we're basing it off the novel, and the novel adaptation is going to be... It's so big that there's no way we can do that in one film. Yeah, okay, I, yeah. I'll... I get it, okay, I get it. I don't agree with it, but I get it. Why would you intentionally <laughs> write a Marvel film and go, oh, well... Uh, it's a, we've, we're the, only the biggest company in the world. It's not possible to make a finale in one movie. That shouldn't be the norm. That shouldn't be the norm. There have been many franchises, many films that have sequels. Not any of them have had to do that. Not any of them have had a finale split into parts. That's fucking lazy, and it's a fucking money grab. And watch them do it with like Star you Wars.
0: Could, you, could all, you could almost say that fucking Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi was a split thing, right? Because there's a... It's a tragic ending. It's a cliffhanger
1: there. ending, but the Empire strikes back is a full film. There's a lot that happens in that film.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot more that happens it's... in, but like to be honest with uh, Empire strikes back, like I I don't go back and watch it as much as I do the first one because of that fact. That's so like, it's... it means that I have to means that I have to yeah. fucking watch Jedi. That's so... <wanted>.
1: <laughs> that's so strange though because Empire's my favorite I love Empire but like I know
0: it's, it's probably the best film like it's the best the best things happen in that film but like I, I still yeah but look like you... the, the completeness of the yeah. first one like I probably enjoy the completeness of the first Avengers I'm pretty sure if we reviewed if we reviewed Avengers now like if we reviewed Avengers back then if we were doing the podcast then I probably would have given it a five because it was yeah, like me too. the biggest I loved thing in it. my fucking life at the time I um yeah.
1: look look but with Empire Luke develops as a Jedi. He becomes yeah, a, like, yes, there's a, there, sure. that's a full movie. It's not a part. Cliffhanger endings is is a cool thing. It's a great way to get people in for a sequel. I've got no, well, I do have a problem with franchising films, but I have a problem with everything. <laughs> but it's like, it's a great way to get <laughs> people know. in for a sequel. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But there's a difference between that and doing one act of a story in a, in a movie. That's a fucking load of shit. I just hate it. I just fucking hate it. And they'll do it to Star Wars because they can get away with it. They get away with it because they own the industry and they can do whatever they want. It's really bad. They're about to drop their own streaming service. They own 40% of the market and they, they're about to drop a streaming service. 40% of the market on one streaming service. That's a fucking monopoly. Like, they own every major film that comes out. They're going to own it. And they're going to put it on their yeah. streaming service.
0: So they well, can, it is these days. Like every time a big one comes out, it's got it's Disney on it. It's fucking
1: Disney, man. Every single time, and they're gonna make their own streaming service. Every single big film's on there. Streaming services die. They can charge what they want. They can make what they want. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. They are disgusting. The mouse is running the fucking world. I'm a fucking conspiracy theorist. You, like,
0: have you seen that picture of um, of uh, all the the. It's Thanos' glove, but it yeah, has like it's Mickey Mouse. Know,
1: I fucking laugh so hard.
0: Mickey Mouse with yep. twenty, yeah, twentieth century Fox is going. Oh be man. Well, speaking of the mouse, speaking of Disney, and speaking of Star Wars, that will be our next review. Solo Part One. <laughs> Solo Part One. <laughs>
1: That's the next one,
0: and that comes out in a few weeks. Um, so I'm excited to talk about it. I I feel like it's it hasn't been long enough between drinks for another star wars movie to come out and it's a bit jarring i'm actually a little bit surprised that it's already here um yeah but i am i am looking forward to it the more i've watched the trailers of that film the more i'm sort of getting on board with it i still don't think we need a solo movie but we'll talk about that when we get there all right well you know where else you can find us you can find us on itunes you can find us on podbean you can find us on stitcher or wherever the fuck else you listen to podcasts there's a good chance we're probably on there um, but please go onto our Facebook, share us around a little bit. We need all the love we can get. And I know you guys love us, so just give us some more love. Share it out. Get get the people in there. Please do. Our opinions mean things. We, our opinions.
1: We're, we're relevant and important because um, we said so, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> all right. We rant into microphones and you listen and to you us. Listen. but there. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, We will talk to you next time when we review Solo, A Star Wars Story.
1: Thanks so much, guys. Play the music, Fish. Thanks for listening to another episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. The Fish and Connoisseur Movie Podcast does not own any rights to the film Avengers Infinity War, its marketing or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Avengers Theme is owned by Marvel Studios, and the track The Good, The Bad and The Ugly is performed by Ennio Morricone.